0: We're now joined by senior outfielder from the Oregon softball team, Haley Cruz. Haley, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You know, I know everything back in March happened really, really quickly. Let's start there because I'm sure that was a crazy couple of days, week, month, you know, probably still dealing with a lot of what took place. But what was it like being a student athlete in the midst, we should say, of competition? You guys had just finished a series in Moraga, about to start playing California to open Pac-12 play when all of this kind of goes down. What was it, I guess, internally for you when you start hearing the possibilities of things getting shut down and what kind of conversations were you and your teammates maybe having around that time?
1: It was kind of like the rug had just gotten taken out from under us. It all happened really fast, so there weren't a lot of different conversations being had. It was like one day we were playing a midweek game at St. Mary's, expecting to head up to Cal for the weekend. And then we hear that our parents aren't allowed to come see us at Cal. So we're thinking that we're going to play just with no fans. And then we start hearing that professional leagues are shutting down, like the NBA had been suspended. So we started to get a little bit nervous. This was all happening within a few hours. So we were kind of, it was just a waiting game. And then the next day we were expecting to have practice and our coaches called a meeting and we kind of knew what to expect, but it still hit really hard, especially for the seniors. And it just as soon as I heard that we were having a meeting, I kind of lost it. So we just kind of sat in silence and didn't really know where to go from there. So it was all just a big shock for everyone.
0: Yeah, and what were, I guess there's some obvious emotions you can have in that moment, but what were you feeling and and Was it difficult to, I guess, sit in a room with a bunch of people you care about a lot, knowing that they're also going through the same difficult thing?
1: Absolutely. I just couldn't stop thinking that I had just finished possibly my last game of my career. My family wasn't there. Um, I just, it wasn't. I didn't get to have my senior day at the Jane, and we all just sat in a room, kind of in silence, staring at each other, not really knowing what to say, and. You know, the seniors were all in tears, and then that brought everyone else to tears. The coaches were in tears. It was just, we had a long talk, and the coaches thanked the seniors for everything they've done individually. And it kind of felt like the end. So (laughs) it did feel like the end for a little while there, and I'm very glad it's not, but (laughs) it was very emotional.
0: You know, it's interesting. The team only played four home games before I think the season ended. Not a lot of opportunities for fans to see you either in person at the Jane or, or even on television. You guys were very successful, twenty-two and two, number nine national ranking when, when things concluded. What did they maybe? What did fans and myself? I didn't get to see. I don't think I saw your team play live either this season. What did what did we miss from a season ago um, in terms of why there was that improvement? What are some things maybe we didn't get a chance to see? And then the same question for you on a personal level. Maybe what did we miss out on? from a Haley Cruz perspective, uh, this past season?
1: We were just a completely different team. I think last year we didn't have the numbers or the depth, so we were just out there trying to survive each game. And this year we came out with a chip on our shoulder, a fully loaded roster, a lot of depth, and we were attacking teams. We weren't the underdogs anymore. We knew what we were capable of, and we had a lot of team chemistry. And I think it was really obvious on the field. And for me personally, I just fully accepted my leadership role and was more focused on guiding the younger players so I put a little bit less pressure on myself I think to really like carry the team and I just started focusing on guiding the younger ones and that helped freed me up on the field a lot I think so it was really it was an exciting year and I'm bummed that the fans didn't get to see much of it.
0: Yeah along the same lines you like I said earlier just about to start Pac-12 play with that series with Cal, just about to get started there. And, and obviously in 2019, Pac-12 play didn't go that well, but you guys were set up, it seems like, for a lot of success. Have you, have you thought at all and reflected on what you think this team was capable of accomplishing in Pac-12 play, maybe beyond that? And it, it may be in reference to teams when you were a freshman or sophomore sophomore that were ranked really, really high, similar area. Do you feel like this team was kind of on that same footing as those teams?
1: Yeah, I think there was definitely still room for growth and I think that's what conference play was going to be all about is just seeing how we match up with these top teams in our conference. And I think we would have gotten a lot better during conference too. And I think that would have really prepared us for a pretty good postseason run. And I know we were all excited for that. So I was just excited to see what, how we matched up against the top tier teams.
0: Yeah. And what area, you said there was room to improve and that was a, point of excitement in terms of getting that done in conference play to set it up in postseason what are maybe some of those areas that you recognize that you thought man we're just kind of just starting to touch the surface here if we can get to this point we'll be so good what are some areas that maybe stand out from that regard
1: I think just cleaning up the little things Um, I think we had high and low moments and I think sometimes we had trouble finishing out games and I think that we would have gotten a lot of experience with the close games in conference play, and I think that would have just elevated our game even more.
0: Missy Lombardi is still, I think, obviously very new to the area, and I don't know if everyone really has a great feel what it's like to play for her or kind of who she is as a person. Are are there a couple of stories that can maybe illustrate the type of coach she is, the type of person she is? Because I think for a lot, and and you've been around her now for uh, almost two years, Uh, I think for some people there's still a a kind of a, I want to know more about her. What what can you say about who she is and, and kind of the way she's reshaping this Oregon program right now.
1: She is absolutely amazing. She cares so much about her players, and she shows that every day at practice. Um, you will never know what's going on with her on or off the field. She is the same consistent person every day, and I think that's a crutch for us because – I know that there's a lot of stress that comes with being a student athlete and academics and all of that. So she's really that consistent figure for us. And every day at the beginning of practice, she asks us, all right, how are you guys doing today? How's it going today? How's school? Tell me something good that happened today. Just to kind of feel where we're at, because sometimes we don't have our best practice and sometimes it's not even softball related at all. And she really takes the time to get to know you as a person and to figure out, what's going on with you so that she knows how to coach you each day and she's been really awesome for our program and I know everyone loves playing under her.
0: I think you learn a lot about yourself and others when you go through these kind of traumatic experiences with this pandemic and obviously the difficulty of losing this last season. I wonder for you in reflecting on how Missy kind of obviously as the coach was kind of in a leadership position there, what did you learn about her maybe through how she handled those really tough conversations? Because I'm sure that was something where you got a head coach here who's in a spot where she can really bestow some wisdom. Uh, how did she handle that? And, and kind of, did you learn more maybe about her and yourself through that experience?
1: She was very strong and positive throughout the entire experience. She was obviously upset for us and, for our team and the seniors who lost their season, but she stayed positive. She said, we still don't know anything. Don't get too down. Like we still have a lot to figure out. And it was completely unprecedented and there's no right way to handle the situation. But I think she did the absolute best that any coach could do and just reassuring us and keeping us positive and, trying to keep us all together we still have team zoom meetings every week because she wants to keep our team united during this time and keep us feeling like a team so that's been really awesome and i think she's handled it really well
0: how, how long is a zoom meeting what kind of things uh, you don't obviously have to go to too many details but like what kind of topics are covered is it just kind of getting to you know can reconnecting with everybody is there softball related conversations what are those meetings kind of like
1: Yeah, at first, it's just reconnecting. She kind of goes around and asks everyone how it's going in their hometowns, and it's fun to reconnect, but then some weeks we get into what we call a duck ID, where we pick a theme for the week, whether it's related to leadership or mentality or anything like that and she kind of will show some videos about it um, get our feedback split us into groups to talk about it and sometimes we even have these little group projects so we'll throw together a presentation and most recently we got to go interview a bunch of uh, prestigious coaches out there that have um, winning cultures in their programs so like the stanford volleyball coach and the the um, Gino, we got to interview him. So she has set up a lot of really cool opportunities for us, and it's always a good way to reconnect.
0: That's a pretty great opportunity, talking to some legendary uh, coaches like that. It must have been inspiring and probably learned a lot from that, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, how, how difficult was that, the decision to return to Oregon for your senior year? And for those listening that aren't familiar, the, the NCAA granted a, a special uh, extension for, for seniors that had their spring seasons ended early, uh, and Haley has – Uh, decided to come back to Oregon for another senior season. I know it's a very exciting for for Oregon soft one for you, Haley. What went into that decision? Um, Was it as simple as waiting to see if Oregon would honor the scholarship or getting into the master's program, or what other factors kind of played into that?
1: Yeah, I think it wasn't a simple decision for me because obviously this whole year, your senior year, is focused around what's next. And I had obviously been thinking about what I might possibly do next and any possible job opportunities. But Mm -hmm. with the job market being so uncertain right now, I was kind of leaning towards wanting to come back from the start. And as soon as I found out that we were able to, I communicated that with Coach Lombardi. So it was all just a waiting game from there. We had to wait about a month to figure out whether or not they were going to honor senior scholarships or if I could get into a master's program. And So it was all kind of a waiting game, but I always knew that I wanted to come back.
0: What was, uh, Missy's response when you told her that you, yeah, you're in you know? She
1: shrieked. It was so cute. <laughs> she was very excited for me and, and Samaria, of course. So it was, it was really exciting. It was a fun conversation. I don't think she was expecting it, honestly, but <laughs> it was, it was fun.
0: It caught her with some good, some, some good news, which was probably needed, uh, during all <laughs> of this. Um, you're listening to the AUTS and Audibles podcast with Oregon senior outfielder Haley Cruz. When you look at this team next year, um, and obviously we're way out and, and, but it's got to be really exciting. You know, you get an opportunity to obviously come back and play again. So much talent on this team returns. The whole team is basically back. And then you're adding some really highly regarded incoming prep signees. What is the excitement level when you look at this team? Does it feel like the sky's the limit or kind of how are you assessing this 2021 season?
1: Yeah, I think okay. honestly this year just, gave us a year to grow and it gave the freshmen some experience so now they can come back as you know not the baby freshmen anymore and they have a year almost under their belt and they know what our culture is like they know what our standard is so we just have that many more people to help guide the incoming freshmen and I think honestly it's going to elevate our conference a lot because you have these schools with however many seniors coming back in strong incoming classes and I just think the Pac-12 itself is going to be a monster this year, and I think that's going to be really cool for us. I know that we were already excited about what we have, but just bringing in even more talent and getting to bring those people under our wing is really exciting.
0: How are you training right now? Obviously, there are things you can do in terms of endurance work and I'm sure weight training work but like actual softball drills is that something that you're able to do is that becoming more easy as time goes by just how are you keeping yourself busy and and kind of prepared for next season during obviously very strange conditions
1: yeah it's hard because you have to use whatever limited resources you have so conditioning and weightlifting hasn't been a problem for me but The softball aspect, I had to wait a little bit for that, and I kind of just took some time off because at the end of the season, that's what I like to do anyways is take a few weeks off mentally, physically, and then I get back into it full swing. So right now our parks are starting to open up, so I've been able to go down and throw and hit into the net a little bit, hit on the field, but I'm excited for cages and stuff like that to open up just to see some live pitching and machine or whatever it is. But you just got to work with what you got for right now.
0: Another area where you found a lot of success is in, with social media and your TikTok and Instagrams and Twitter and I probably social media platforms I'm not even aware of because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm too old now, even though I'm only just turned 30. But um, <laughs> it feels like stuff, new things are coming all the time, and you probably are doing things that I'm not even aware of. But was there a light bulb moment for you with the social media? Maybe it was a post or something where you realized that you were capable of developing. Um, a really big following, or or is that just kind of happened naturally? Walk me through that process, because I think that's something that seems to me has happened in the last maybe couple of years, but you've obviously developed a huge following. How did that come together?
1: Yeah, I originally started developing a little bit of a following just from softball and playing in the World Series and all that. I got a little base from that, but what really blew it up was obviously the dance videos with jazz, and I think people just liked seeing... A different side of athletes or I don't even know what they enjoyed about it but once that blew up one time we were like okay maybe that was just a fluke but then we started doing it more and people still liked it and liked it and this was before I even knew what TikTok was so (laughs) (laughs) we just started putting those out there and that started blowing up our Instagrams and Twitters but then some kids reached out to me and said that I should make a TikTok so I started putting them on TikTok and that's what really exploded so i just kind of use that as a way to build this platform but now it's kind of more just a method of self-expression and i kind of get to just be myself on my platforms which i really like i don't ever want it to feel like a job or you know a business opportunity i just like to show who i am on my platforms and hopefully i communicate that well but if opportunities come out of that it's really awesome that i have this platform and i hope that i can use it for something meaningful in the future
0: you know the, the NCAA is going to eventually allow athletes to to profit off their name image and likeness. Um what are your thoughts as somebody who obviously right now is not financially able to benefit but um but has a huge following. What are your thoughts as an athlete um wh- when that does become an option it feels like that could be a, a real game changer for for college athletes.
1: Yeah, I'm bummed I don't get to take advantage <laughs> of it, but <laughs> I definitely think that it is a huge opportunity for athletes and They build this name for themselves and their name is used a lot, kind of under the, under the table, kind of Mm -hmm. not even, but it's like, it's, it'll be nice that they get to profit off of it. I think that it's a great opportunity and it's something that they're going to profit off of as soon as they graduate. So they might as well um, start to build that and it's good marketing for whatever sport they're into. So I think it's a good opportunity for athletes and Mm -hmm. I'm excited for the future.
0: You're listening to the Ots and Audibles podcast with Oregon senior softball outfielder Haley Cruz. Haley, um, you were talking about your social media following. You mentioned earlier about your inability to, I guess, benefit from it financially in the interim. Is it something, though, when you conclude your amateur status, is that something you're planning on? carrying into a professional career? Is that just a passion project? or Have you thought at all about maybe, I don't And I don't, I of course, I'm kind of ignorant to how you would brand yourself. But have you thought about how that kind of thing might come together? Is that something you're looking into?
1: Yeah, I've put a lot of thought into things like that. And I've talked to a lot of people within the athletic department about it and how I can focus on creating my brand and sticking to that. So a lot of conversations have gone into it. But as of right now, I'm just Focusing on school and whatever opportunities arise will happen. I've had opportunities, so I know that it's possible to um, bring that into the future, at least short term. So I think I'm trying to figure out how to turn that more into a long term investment and figure out how that's going to last me longer than a few years.
0: We've talked about the success you've had on social media. Obviously, a lot of athletes also have social media accounts. Have you been approached, maybe by other? Doesn't even have to be Oregon athletes, but maybe Oregon athletes or just other individuals about starting your platform? How that came together? Have you been, I guess, a source of information or for 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 anyone in that regard? Or have you kind of been able to just, um, I guess, maybe not been asked those type of questions?
1: Um. Yeah, I like to especially talk to our team about it. Not so much outside athletes. If people have questions, I like to answer, but, um, I talk a lot with our team about how our social media represents our program, how it represents our personal brand. And now we've become this, this national brand. Oregon is known everywhere. So we just have to make sure that we're careful with it and that we know that what we put out there represents ourselves. So I think that's been the most important thing. And what I try to communicate the most is that it's a brand. It's your brand, but it represents our school and our program. So use it wisely and use it to your advantage. All
0: right, last one here. If, if somebody maybe isn't familiar with your videos, is there a recommended video they should start with to kind of get a feel for who you are? And know Jazz is in a lot of them. Is there one that you recommend or is it just kind of scroll through them until you see them all kind of thing
1: oh gosh yeah i don't know but i think the ones with jazz are what started it all so i think that's where you got to start of course but (laughs) other than that it goes all over the place and i just apologize for what you (laughs) have to see for a few hours
0: all right, I guess we'll end it with an apology from Haley. Uh, that'll be the end of the interview. Haley, thank you so much for your time. Um, again, congratulations on the uh, ex- second senior year. It's obviously a, a very unusual circumstance, but something that you'll be able to take advantage of, and that's really exciting. So good luck to you in this off season. Hopefully you're able to get out and start training a little bit more in the coming weeks and months, and, and we'll see you out there at the Jane um, sometime, I guess, in the winter and then in the spring as well. So thank you so much.
1: Good. Thank you very much.